Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You're listening to Weather Insider for Tuesday, March 3rd, episode 262. Meteorologist Bernie Reno along with Dave Dombeck in the seat today. Yeah, Dave, The hot seat. The hot seat. We're going to talk about the threat for uh, some snow and uh, winter returning to the Northeast later on this week. But uh, we, we certainly want to talk about what happened in Nashville and Middle Tennessee during the overnight hours. There was a confirmed tornado on the north side of Nashville around 1 a.m. That was local time. That mm-hmm. thunderstorm moved along and uh, north of Interstate 40 from west to east. Mm-hmm. There was also damage north and east of Nashville in areas like uh, Don, uh, Mount Joliet over toward Lebanon. Mm-hmm. And that thunderstorm did produce a confirmed tornado near Cookville. And also, even uh, a few hours, a couple of hours later, the thunderstorm was moving about 45 miles per hour. There was a, a tornado warning as far east as the Knoxville area mm-hmm. earlier this morning. And I don't know if you've had a chance to look any of the through the damage so far, but the damage has been widespread, Dave. Yeah, it, and and the the bad thing is, Bernie. I mean, it's 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 not a good right. thing yeah. ever to get a tornado. But when it happens that night, in the middle of yeah. the night like that, that's always the worst scenario and it was it and was it was overnight and, hours you know we always say this it doesn't matter the time of the year the location the time of the day if the ingredients are there yep you're going to get severe weather and a couple of ingredients dave that we're going over uh, first of all if you look at a water vapor loop on accuweather.com there is a white band of moisture and you can trace it um when the thunderstorms occurred in in around nashville and if you trace it back to where its origins were it's in the eastern pacific yep. so there's been a surge of moisture uh, from the uh, eastern Pacific, and then a strengthening jet stream mm-hmm. cascading south across the Plain States, uh, Dave. And, and more importantly, it was a negatively tilted trough. That is, the trough that comes across the Midwest was oriented from uh, northwest to southeast. Southeast, right. A, a and neutral that's tilt, always a neutral, or north neutral south, is north yeah. south. And then when it tips from northwest to southeast in that direction, that's called negatively tilted, and that's always gives the most amount of energy and and spark to the atmosphere. Yeah, because uh, it's on the eastern side of the trough, yep. where you typically get all of the moisture, yep. uh, and yep. the warmth, and you know, and it, the upward motion, and the upward motion that you need. And right. it wasn't as if. You know, temperatures were in the 80s there, and dew points were in the 70s. You had temperatures in the 60s, dew point temperatures below the th- the 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 the, the, the uh, threshold uh, or general rule of 60. They were mm-hmm. in the upper 50s. But I really believe there was so much energy in the atmosphere, so much upward motion that it didn't matter. That compensated for the uh, 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 the fact that you didn't have a lot of warmth and low-level humidity. What you yep. didn't have it in that, you made it up in the energy. And, uh, you know, Dave, one of the pr- things we look at is, is the low-level jet. We looked right. at for a lot of things, but, boy, that was there. Right. We're, we're talking about the winds maybe from about 2,000 to five or 6,000 feet, feet yeah. off, the, off the ground. And when, when you get those... Uh, strong convections, uh, uh, you know, thunderstorms that are able to tap into that 
that strong wind and bring it down to the surface. That's exactly what happened. And so we had, you were saying, right right leading up to mm-hmm. that, those tornadoes, it, it was strengthening. It that, was. That and that's was the other like key. 30 knots yeah. to like 60 or 70 knots. And you know, knots. we see this all the time, not only in severe weather, but when you have when you have snowstorms in the Northeast, when the, th- when the storm is strengthening yep. is where you get the strongest upward motion, not when it reaches its peak strength, right. but during that strengthening, strengthening. process. Yeah. So the low-level jet, you were talking about the winds, two, you know, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000 feet. At about 7 o'clock, there was a belt of 35 knots or let's say 40 miles prior winds which is still you know strong winds strong as that ribbon of uh, of uh, uh, wind moved northward in the western and central Tennessee it went from 40 to about 70 miles per hour in a very short period of time and that's what strengthened the thunderstorm the other thing that we had dave and you see this all the time these tornado producing thunderstorms tend to be uh um uh discrete cells individual cells and we did see that with that thunderstorm north of Nashville. right it's a different situation and not saying not not to make light of it when you have a line Mm -hmm. and boeing echoes and, and so forth that that could be you know, bad as well as well but but when you see those cells all by themselves i like to call them cyclops yeah you know like these cyclops things that you see on radar they're the ones you really have to be very because keep about. i mean think about it that thunderstorm is not competing with other thunderstorms right. for the environment everything so is we going just right into, right into it and so yep. that's what we saw so again we'll keep you updated on that but unfortunately lots of devastation and um already there are fatalities at least 19 um reported here lots of buildings damages as well so we'll keep you updated on that number yeah, sad situation it is very sad yeah. all right some changes coming into the northeast you know where is winter well it hasn't been in the <laughs> northeast well most of this winter and this week more like a taste of april but uh, dave there's going to be another system diving to uh, uh southeast across the upper midwest thursday and friday and that brings the changes to the northeast friday and the saturday Right, and it's and it's again we're dealing with two separate systems. There's a southern branch yeah. system um, that that low pressure system is going to run to what the Carolina coast or so, yeah. give or take, and then and then move northeast. And then you have a lot of energy. It's another system, a clipper type, a strong clipper system in the northern branch, and that's where there's a lot of energy trying to feed in. So the question is, is there going to be some kind of phasing? Uh, a handoff, some kind of a handshake, mm-hmm. some kind of connection between those two systems, the northern branch and the southern branch. Sometimes it, it, in some of the best storms we've mm-hmm. ever seen, there's there's great phasing and the thing turns into a monster. Other times they're just out of sync, just enough, and there's just, you know, one escapes the southern branch systems, escapes out the sea, the other one comes in and there's just not that connection. I suspect what's going to happen the way, we'll see how you know how the, how the trend is over the next couple of days how the models trend and, and 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 forecast this but it looks like there's an attempt at the last minute some kind of a i guess I'll call it a handshake mm-hmm. or a handoff you know some of handing that moisture, the baton yeah. the, the the energy feeding into that offshore storm the storm itself the southern branch storm maybe way out in the way ocean out, yeah but sometimes we see those what we call a norlun N-O-R-L-U-N, I believe mm-hmm. is the spelling of a Norland trough, one of those inverted, you know, uh, troughs, a, a pressure trough that extends to the west or northwest toward the coast. 
And that's a focus zone. And as the, uh, the northern branch energy feeds into that, it squeezes the atmosphere, whatever moisture there is. And, of course, it's cooling at the same time. The atmosphere is cooling through the whole column. And so you might have a situation where there's rain or rain showers. It's not any big deal during the daylight hours on Friday. But you get into Friday evening, Friday night. And there could be a, an interesting setup there, at least for several hours, and it, and it, where it tries to go over to. And some it stuff. all begins with that deepening trough coming into the east. If it goes negatively tilted, right, that is that orientation from northwest to southeast. What ends up happening is you turn the flow in from the Atlantic, mm-hmm. so you can get some of that moisture from that storm yep. on the backside. I suspect they'll stay separate. Yep. I still think there is going to be accumulating snow with that strengthening upper low coming into the northeast. But it's probably west and north of the 95 along the Pennsylvania-New York border. Like it's been. Like Like it's been. Like it's been doing all winter. Can there be snowflakes in New York City and Boston? Sure. Yeah. Accumulating snow? Probably not. We'll see. We'll see. We'll be back with you Wednesday. Make AccuWeather Daily a part of your daily routine. Enable the flash briefing and say, Alexa, what's my flash briefing? To access this content on Google Assistant, all you have to say is, Hey Google, talk to AccuWeather Daily. You'll get the top trending weather story of the day, every day. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 